Hello, everyone, and yes, this is the Get Happy with Jay podcast. I'm your host, Jutan Woods. As you can probably guess from the intro music for this episode, we are celebrating the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, who we lost this past week. My guest, Karen Wilson, and I will be honoring her as we share some sound bites from some of Aretha's most beloved hits. I do not own the rights to any of the song snippets you will hear in this episode, so it's my hope that anyone that would take a legal issue with the use of the songs will give us a pass and understand that just like millions of fans all over the world, this episode is meant to pay tribute to an artist whose music has truly been the soundtrack of our lives. I've been mostly at home this past week on a bit of a staycation. I was sad when I turned on the TV Thursday morning to see the breaking news that the Queen was gone. My heart sank But as it was revealed that she had been suffering for several years with pancreatic cancer, I had to feel a bit relieved for her that she was no longer in pain or suffering. So I had to put my selfish feelings of being robbed of such a treasure aside and acknowledge that she had earned her rest. She will always be with us in spirit and her music will forever live on. I find that for myself, a great big part of my happy journey and my wellness journey involves music. I absolutely love it and I have my own personal soundtracks for everything and every mood and there was definitely an Aretha song for every one of those moods. I was introduced to her music by my great grandmother who listened only to gospel. So for a very long time I only knew of Aretha's gospel recordings. I have to say that when it comes to secular music Aretha songs would get a toe tap from mama and trust me that's saying a lot. I can still see her moving her little head now to freeway of love. Aretha's Franklin's amazing music career spanned six decades and several music genres, and she did it all her way. One of her most famous quotes is, be your own artist and always be confident in what you're doing. If you're not going to be confident, you might as well not be doing it. No one could define her music, her style, or her life. She did it her way. Now let's get on with the tribute. I want to welcome returning guest and friend Karen Wilson. What's good? Karen, how's it going? Awesome, except for this loss, of course. I know. What is your first recollection of Aretha? My mom had Aretha Franklin. Um, I think it was the one church, one faith, one baptism. And I'm dating myself. We had the tape. (laughs) <laughs> mind you and um but yeah i'm i'm definitely a um a, a church kid and so um but no i i distinctly remember mom playing her around the house along with etta james and uh who's no longer with us as well and um but yeah just i said you haven't lived until you've heard her sing a hymn you know yes. whether it's amazing grace Soon and very soon, you know, I was thinking this morning, all the church songs and how she would put her spin on it. Yep. And, um, you know, and then Holy, Holy, that's my favorite by Mm -hmm. her. And uh, um, as far for, yeah, for church. And then um, secular would be daydreaming. That's 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 my favorite. Oh, daydreaming. my favorite is ain't no way. Okay, okay, <laughs> I can get with that too. I can get down with that. But um, yeah, and then just her. I mean, like you said, she did it her way. She was an activist. She used her platform because even when um, I guess it was Angela Davis was in jail in Detroit, and she's like, "Well, I'll pay for her bail." Yeah, you know, and she did. She, she put up like two hundred and fifty thousand yeah, dollars. Mm-hmm. So she she did it with style, with grace, 
She was a, um, you know, a, a consummate um, artist and um, and very much studied her craft. Yes. And, um, you know, she was a perfectionist. Very much so. And, and that's I liken her in the same category with Luther Vandross because he was a, he was that way, too. Mm-hmm. He's like, whatever the contract said, that's the way we're going to do it. And if yeah. it's not on the contract, we're not doing it. And uh, and that's the way she was, too. So. So very, very much, much respect. I, and, and I had said this earlier. I said our, our songbook is dwindling. Who yeah. do we have to replace? You know, it's like. You can't. Or, or even that caliber. Yeah, there's not many. Yeah. So as we go along through this tribute, I thought mm-hmm. we'd go through the different aspects of Aretha's artistry mm-hmm. throughout the decades. She's one of the many artists who started in the church. I think she made the most seamless transition from gospel to other Mm -hmm. genres of music. But she could always go back to her roots and be Mm -hmm. accepted. Mm -hmm. The same cannot be said of hardly any other artist, past or present. I have to say that when it comes to gospel music, I'm a bit of a purist. For me, if you're an R&B artist, for example, and all of a sudden do a gospel track, I'm immediately skeptical. I have to be able to feel the sincerity. I think of any current artist, Fantasia is about the only one for me that can go there, and I really believe it. Mm-hmm. But back to Aretha, she got her start at her father, Reverend C.L. Franklin's church in Detroit, Michigan, at New Bethel Baptist Church. And you've already said how much you love her gospel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amazing Grace is the one that, that comes to mind. Um, that that she's known for, and um, so many bridge over troubled water. That's one mm-hmm. of my favorites as well. Mm-hmm. So let's right now take a listen to a little bit of Amazing Grace.
From her gospel beginnings, she transitioned into a civil rights activist, mm-hmm. having used her voice to push the movement forward. Her vocal tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. at his funeral is, is one of the most unforgettable images of that era. She didn't have to do it. In fact, it was probably risky for her career and perhaps even her life at the time. Her song that is said to be a civil rights anthem, as well as a feminist outcry, is her mega hit Respect. Is that mm-hmm. one of your favorites, Yeah, I too? like that too yeah i like that and then i was just thinking um another secular was a rose is a rose i always like to go with the stuff that's not like you know i have a couple of of um luther songs that the obscure ones the obscure ones yeah, yeah like for him the ones that would have been wait, the wait b-side yeah. yeah 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 i, I always tend to to favor yeah the ones that don't have the commercial success so yeah respect and think those are all commercial so that's why i was yeah. mentioning holy holy um, a rose yeah. is not a rose and we'll um, hear that later in yeah. the show i think as a matter of fact mm-hmm. we'll end the show with that okay but right now let's uh pay respect to that mega hit Let's talk about Aretha as a woman and her black femininity. Her Mm -hmm. style and expression of beauty was uniquely her own. Her looks were often criticized and her weight famously fluctuated. No matter what size she happened to be, you know she felt sexy and she owned it. She exuded confidence. It has been said that she also loved her some men. For a star of her magnitude, she kept a low profile in her personal life. Until I started my research for this tribute, I didn't know she had four sons. I thought there were only two. And this was really shocking to me. She had her first son at the age of 12 and her second son at the age of 14. Just think about what was happening at that time in history. Teen pregnancy was almost unheard of. Oh, it scandal. Yeah, it would have been a huge scandal, especially being a preacher's kid. Her mother left the family when she was just six years old and died of a heart attack when Aretha was just 10. She went through so much personal trauma, and I think her music was an outlet and a pressure reliever. One thing for sure, she could make you feel everything she was going through in a song. And uh, I think Ain't No Way was one of our mutual favorites. We'll hear that in just a Mm -hmm. second. But what do you think about what I said about her as a black woman? She just owned it. She did. She commanded commanded the room, you know. And, And, I mean, that's why she's nicknamed the queen. Because she when she came in there, you... You know, got to attention, and yeah. she she owned that, and um, and just like I said, the um, consummate professional um, person that she was, I, I I truly truly believe that's that's why she is the queen. And, and somebody had made the comparison on um, on Facebook that 
you know, everybody talks about Elvis being the, the king, and then they passed away on the same day, 41 years apart. Oh, really? Yeah. He died on August 16th? Uh, he died on August 16th, yeah. Uh-huh, I'll always remember his death because, oddly enough, my grandmother was an Elvis fan, <laughs> which I remember, you know, on weekends watching the reruns of his old movies and mm-hmm. stuff. So for some real yeah. odd reason, she loved him. Mm-hmm. And we were visiting relatives in St. Louis when he died and okay. i remember my aunt that we were visiting she turned the tv on and saw it and they both cried <laughs> <laughs> they cried so i didn't even know that Karen, yeah that, i mean yeah. that's almost eerie it is it is it's, it's very very interesting yeah. and to add a little bit more weirdness to that i believe he died in 1976 mm-hmm. and she's 76 years old okay so there's another I mean, correlation there's another yeah, yeah. there's another mm-hmm. little tie there mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. how about that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well she will forever be remembered and what like visual image of her like or a performance stands out to you yeah, the the most recent one was when she sang at the Kennedy Center Honors for President, well, for Carol King. It was her tribute. Uh-huh. But President Obama oh, had she, invited her and she came out in that fur coat. She I was like, do that it stuff. Up. <laughs> <laughs> and she brought the house down. I was like, I was like, the Kennedy Center is trying and to get some flavor. And she had to have been ill then because that <laughs> I think was in so. 2015. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, she'd mm-hmm. been suffering for a long time yeah. to, to just know that yeah. she fought through so much yeah, she adversity, her including she her health. But I I think for me, it has to be at the 2009 inauguration of my still forever president, Amen. Amen. Barack and the hat. Obama. That hat. Yep. The hat. I remember yep. everyone <laughs> made fun of that hat. The hat all had its own Twitter handle. Yep. <laughs> Aretha's hat. She was styling, though. She, she, she thought was. she was. She, she was styling. She rocked. I don't care what anybody says. She yeah. rocked that. Yep, I, maybe she it's did. because I appreciate a good uh, old church hat moment. A hat, but I would try and wear it oh, if I, I rock could. a hat. <laughs> That's probably the only thing. I, I think it's the small. hair. I'm not going to say I'm that smart. I'll just say it's the <laughs> thick hair. <laughs> but I will forever remember that moment and how fitting it was for her mm-hmm. to be there for the first mm-hmm. black president. Absolutely. And going back to her whole history of being yeah. a civil rights activist mm-hmm. herself. And full circle. Yeah, it was a full circle moment. Mm-hmm. So that was really touching that she could be there and be such a huge part of that. So... That's going to be one of those moments that just really always stands out to me.
Let's talk about her accomplishments and accolades. She earned 18 Grammys, sold over 75 million records worldwide, was the first woman to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1987, which when you think about that, the first woman in 87, in 87 i mean yeah. really there were no other incredible Nobody women else. that's yeah that's yeah. a whole other thing but mm-hmm. just think about that for a moment mm-hmm. she sang before kings queens presidents popes and the whole world she had 20 number one r&b hits and let's see how many of these you know or can remember i'm going to list them all and mm-hmm. these are actually in the order that uh, they hit number one okay i never loved a man the way mm-hmm. that i love you that's personally that's probably my second favorite mm-hmm. how about you you remember that one i remember that one yeah respect of course mm-hmm. baby i love you it's a little obscure to me yeah you would know it if you heard it because i mm-hmm. think for some of these i was like that too like huh? and then i think about it and, and the hook gets in my brain okay. and you'd okay. probably know it okay. chain of fools oh, sure yeah sweet sweet baby since you've been gone mm-hmm which I didn't know the sweet, sweet baby was in front of it. I thought the song mm-hmm. was just entitled Since You've Been Gone. So that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Think, which you mentioned yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm. Share Your Love With Me, which that's the one that's a little mm-hmm. bit obscure mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Call Me, I Know Call Me. Mm-hmm. Don't Play That Song. Mm-mm. I don't know that one. Okay, maybe I'm showing my age a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Bridge Over Troubled okay, Water. Sure. Spanish Harlem. Yeah, I like Spanish Harlem. Your mm-hmm. song, Daydreaming. Daydreaming, baby. Yeah. Angel, mm-hmm. Until You Come Back to Me, another fave. Okay. I'm in Love. Don't really know that mm-hmm. one. I'm going to look up these ones yeah. that are kind of obscure to me. Mm-hmm. Something He Can Feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Break It to Me Gently. Mm, me either on that one. Mm-hmm. Jump to It. Mm-hmm. That's getting into mm-hmm. our era. Mm-hmm. Get It Right. No, mm-hmm. on that one, mm-hmm. and freeway of love. Freeway love. Yeah, sure. yeah. Two things that stand out for me from this song list: the fact that she could remake someone else's song, make it her own, and make it an even bigger hit, mm-hmm. and the fact that these number ones span different decades. Mm-hmm. She was able to remain relevant until her death, and now beyond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was what was so cool because whether she was singing gospel. R&B, she did jazz, and we were talking about the 1998 Grammy moment. Yeah, when she sang opera, baby, from memory. She watched a couple of tapes of him. She's like, let me see his rehearsal tapes. And then she was able to to garner that and sing it in key in Italian. Yeah. And another thing, she had perfect pitch, so Mm -hmm. that that Mm -hmm. helped, too. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. she filled in for Pavarotti, who had gotten ill at the Mm -hmm. last minute. Mm -hmm. And we're talking, she probably had, what, maybe two days, if that, to prepare to sing opera Mm -hmm. in Italian Mm -hmm. and by memory. Yeah. And she killed it. She had um, a four-octave range voice, which I didn't know, because I'm used to just that rich kind of, mm-hmm. you know, alto-y mm-hmm. um, sound. But, yeah, mm-hmm. she had a four-octave range. So, wow. I yeah. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And I think her being a musician she often is yeah. underrated. Yeah. She first taught herself playing by ear in church, and then mm-hmm. she was later um, traditionally trained. Okay. But, yeah, she started learning herself. Wow. So that's incredible. Just so many... So many wonderful things about her that it's easy to take for granted. Little Mm -hmm. tidbits that you don't even know. But 
when you look at like the entirety and the rich tapestry of her life as a whole, it's like, yeah. wow. There's going to be a big hole, life. man. A light has really gone out. It has really gone out. And I saw that either they're going to start filming in January or maybe even the movie's going to be released in January. But January 2019, around the corner, did you know that Jennifer Hudson is going to be playing her in a biopic? No way. Yeah. Huh. Yes. I just read that. I just read that yeah. this week since her oh. death. Okay. So what do you think about that choice? Hmm. I like Jennifer, but I don't know if she's got the chops, you know? I mean, she can blow, but I mean, I don't know if she can emote yeah. the way that Aretha did. Because yeah. it wasn't just her voice, mm-hmm. but it was a way she was able to use it as an instrument to make you feel. I mean, whether it was a heartbreak song, a song about love, um, no matter what it was, you could feel that emotion you could feel the pain you could feel the love you could feel the sorrow the joy the happiness mm-hmm. whatever and i just don't know what other artist at least a contemporary artist could um draw that kind of emotion out of you yeah i'm drawing a blank right now too but i guess i would say that she would be right up there as one of my choices if mm-hmm. i had to make a choice mm-hmm. i think Fantasia would have been right up there too, but Fantasia. I think I think Fantasia would have been better than Jennifer. I think so, as far as pulling that emotion yeah, out, she can. Yeah, but Fantasia her voice is down there. Yeah, but Fantasia's yeah. voice is so unique, and she's mm-hmm. got that um, inflection thing in her voice that okay. that I don't think that she can step out of that okay. to sound like Aretha. And I think okay. maybe Jennifer can kind of sound like Aretha more. Okay. I don't know. Okay, but. I'm going to have to see this film and mm-hmm. I just wonder how much of her personal life they're going to they're going to well, reveal. Yeah, if they're bringing out the um, you know, the pregnancy at 12 years old. That is, I mean, who knew? Yeah, I had no idea. I had none. What a traumatic experience. I'm and sure. then to have another kid, I mean to yeah. have a kid at 14. Yeah. is something, but by mm-hmm. the time you're 14, you've had your two second kid, two kids. and during a time that that would have and been they let so her keep taboo. Them. Yeah. Yeah, she you know? kept those children. Yeah. And that's one of the the great things about her is that she wanted to be remembered mm-hmm. as a mother. Okay. That um yeah. I saw like at least two or three interviews okay. where people were like well, you know, when it's all said and done, what do you want to be remembered for? And she's always that a mother before a mother the first. music. Okay, that's great. Yeah. So she took it then. Because I always felt like, um, I don't know, I've never been a mom. I don't have kids. But I feel like my, I was close to my mom. And I think she liked us as people. I think mm-hmm. sometimes parents, even though they say, oh, we don't have a favorite. I think they do. And, um, and so at least she kept them with her or she was allowed to keep them and they were there with her the whole time because I've seen other people especially that young they would have adopted them out or taken them away Mm -hmm. and um so yeah so that that she was okay with that and didn't hide them because a lot of people would be like oh well that you know those are that's my brother that's not my kid you know what I'm saying so but what I think about is so cool about her life is that you didn't know these things about her Mm -hmm. that Every little time she went to the grocery store or changed her hairdo, you didn't see it. Of course, you know, she came from an era of beyond and before social media, thank God. But yeah. she was able to keep all mm-hmm. of her personal life mm-hmm. private. And there's there's something to that being said. It's like, okay, every 
you know, you have you fan out with different people and you want to know stuff. But then but I mean, they're still humans. You know, they want to be able to go out to dinner. They should be able to go out to dinner. They should be able to go to the grocery store or go to the gym without a camera in their face. But that tells you, though, the way she was able to keep her life private is that it's possible. Mm -hmm. And for these people like the Kim Kardashians (sighs) that. Every time they use names? the bathroom, yeah. you hear about it. It's mm-hmm. That's intentional. Mm-hmm. You do not have to live your life in the spotlight constantly. I think, you know, it's it's kind of a sickness, I think. I think it is. I think people get addicted to the, um, you know, just like with, um, I think you can even normal everyday people by posting everything on Facebook. You don't have to put every, every little move on Facebook or no. Instagram or whatever. You know, it's like. And I don't I know myself, I I waste a lot of time on Facebook. That's why I won't even attempt to do Pinterest because I know I'll never get off. <laughs> but um, you Pinterest know, can suck you in. Uh, yeah, I, I know. And I, especially the home stuff. Oh, my God. And that's what and I And the cooking, oh, like yeah. as I've been, you know, on, on my health journey and, and wellness with weight loss and stuff. Pinterest has been amazing to come up with good, healthy recipes. Mm. So, okay, well, you know, as with anything, there's like the good reason. and the yeah. evil of it. Yeah. I know my <laughs> compulsive behavior, so I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> At least you can own I that. I admit that. Yes, I do. But I, I think love, there's something <laughs> uh, back on the celebrity thing. There's something special about not knowing yeah. everything some so, mystery uh, mystery yeah the air of illusion you know yeah you can make up your draw your own conclusions whether Absolutely. it's true or not you know i i like that and i think yeah. that and i think that can make the celebrity more personal mm-hmm. to you mm-hmm. because in your mind your your image of them you can kind of mold them in something that is more relatable to mm-hmm. you mm-hmm so yeah, I I definitely miss that with a lot of celebrities. I think Denzel Washington is really good at that. Mm-hmm. You don't really see him at every letter opening, Mm-mm. you know. No, so it was I, too funny because I I just saw an interview because they were talking about you know the Equalizer came out and of course, um, uh, the Black Klansman has his son in it and he said yeah he said he's like I don't believe my own hype and so they he was at one of the oscar things and they and i i forget who was up with him but anyway he said i knew right from the gate that it wasn't about me and so he said as soon as it got to a good point he said we got our coats and we left and he said but he said i i took something with me and he said i took one of the chocolate the chocolate <laughs> <laughs> the chocolate sculptures that wolfgang puck makes and puts on the on the oscar tables he said we did i think he said i took one of those and then he said my mom always said she liked flowers, so he said, I took the, the um, centerpiece or something like that. But we got our coats <laughs> and we vamped, you know, we left. <laughs> yeah, another down-to-earth celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> but back to Aretha as we're about to wrap okay. up, Karen. What final remark would you have about this wonderful legend? It's We're going to be really missing her as far as her activism and, um, and just... Uh, um, just the talent, the talent, because I said, what we're, we don't have very many people that, that write and sing, or what I call the triple threat that write, sing, and dance, and, or play an instrument, you know? And act. And I act. think, you know, yeah. we have to remember her um, famous role in the Blues Brothers. Oh, sure. That was sure, a sure. small role, but impactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it left an, it, yeah. yeah, it left a legacy. So, yeah. So, yeah, and it'll be up to us to, 
to keep her her memory alive for the for the mm -hmm. um, coming generations because I don't I feel I mean I my lifetime spans the 70s 80s and 90s and so these kids today will have mm -hmm. 2000s and, and beyond and I and feel sorry for I them. feel sorry and for like them this, because this I don't feel they have rap a, and all the yeah, stuff just, even the rap has it. gone down and yeah. I'm a hip hop I mean we were talking about that off air and um, but I said I look at, at, at hip hop in the beginning and where it is now. It used to be the CNN of the streets. Yeah, and today it used to be, it's just nothing. It used to they don't have anything to say. It used yeah, to used tell to our conscious. stories, right? And now it doesn't. It, it just doesn't. talks about you know monetary stuff. stupid yeah. stuff. Half the time you can't understand, can't understand what, they're, what saying. they're saying. It's just a, a repetitious beat or whatever. So but, I know it's my hope that that the listeners will introduce your children your grandchildren to this legend and her music so that you can music. know what music really yeah, is. is thank you yes yes absolutely the, the quality is what we're gonna miss because and just and just being able to step in any role you yeah. know that that yeah that she was able to because to she arranged everything yeah. and, and that's another part of her um artistry that was underrated mm -hmm. her as an arranger mm -hmm. So yeah, just just amazing, amazing woman. Karen for spending for this me. time and thank <laughs> you so much you listeners for staying with us and listening to two fans paying tribute Amen. to Aretha <laughs> one of the great quotes about her this week has been the saying that in America we get to choose our royalty and the people have spoken Aretha yes, Louise Franklin is forever our queen. queen. Add your stories and tributes to the Get Happy With Jay Facebook page or comment on the website, gethappywithjay.com. I hope you're subscribed so you can be alerted whenever we update a fresh new episode. Along with all of our other outlets, we are pleased to announce that we are officially on Spotify. Please rate us as well. Well, you guys, next week is it. I will be in giveaway mode. I'm so excited about the amazing gift basket that some lucky listener is going to win. The contest rules and other details will be given on next week's podcast episode, so be sure and check that out. The, win the winner will be picked live on the Get Happy With Jay Facebook page, so make sure you have liked our page because that is one of the rules of the contest. So until next week, do something to make yourself happy. And I sure hope that includes listening to the library of music from Aretha. It's not selfish, it's self-care. Listen, dear, I realize that you've been hurt deeply because I've been there. But regardless to who, what, why, when, and where, we're all precious in his sight. And a rose is still and always will be a rose. <laughs>
Yeah.